What's up, goons? We missed a week. This is what, what, what episode is this? This is 115. This is 115. I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn. That right there is my stalwart producer, Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? I'm doing great, Chris. How are you? You're doing good? I'm feeling stalwart as ever, baby. Very stalwart. We missed a week. We're very well rested. Of yeah. course, it's not like we stayed awake for some reason for days on end and that we were and we're extra sleepy now. We're very well rested. That's why we took that week off. I was I I literally worked around like what? <laughs> That's right, Mike. I have a bone to pick with. What's you. that? You got engaged, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What we're you- anti-marriage on this show. What do you mean? I get that you're very stalwart. You need to be stalwart to your fiance. Yes. Okay. You know that the policy of this show is that all weddings are gay weddings. Yes. That makes you gay. Yeah. 100%. I don't know if I want this to be like a whole gay show. What are you talking about, dude? Anytime there's a show, it's a whole gay show and everything's gay. Yeah. And it's not that there's anything wrong with gay stuff, but I just don't know if I want this to be a gay show. You just got to be LGBTQ positive at some point. Like, think about it, dude. Fucking uh, Legion of Skanks, their whole thing is like they're queer. Yeah, they're sodomizing each other. Yeah. Uh, Bye, guys. You know, Real Ass Podcast gets away with having terrorists on there uh, because they have a a bisexual man. That's true. You can kind of do whatever you want as long as you're in this space. So I'm telling you, play your cards right, dude. We got this. So now I have a gay producer. And it's weird. I, I don't know if you're trans or whatever. Alex is clearly a lady. She's pregnant with another lady, which I think makes her double gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's gay. Then I'm gay. She, for... She's like scissoring from the inside out. It's crazy. <laughs> Every time that baby kicks, it counts as a scissor. That is true. That's foreplay. Yeah, dude. Foreplay. <laughs> count them. Count those. Bong, bong. Count those tootsies. Yeah. <sighs> Are you still dumping loads in her? I don't know if I'm okay with that. Why is that not okay? I don't know, man. I don't like... I feel like you got to pull out if the chick's pregnant. I don't no. think you can come in her mouth. You certainly can't come in her mouth. She'd be swallowing your cum. Yeah, yeah, because then the baby could eat, eat it. Eat your cum. But I think the baby could snatch up your cum from underneath. <laughs> no, no, you no, want no. That That's not how that works. How did the baby get made, Mike? Yeah, that's how the your baby cum got... got up there somehow. Yeah. Now it's a one-way door. Door's shut. You think as soon as one cum gets in there, they <laughs> snatch... That shit... Yes. Like the hatch and lost? Yes. What if that... What if you... Look, maybe you have one cum somewhere else inside you that's good at math that could figure out the code. So what I do say now when I come inside her, I'm like, say hi to your sister. That's pretty good. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's like they're coming up on the porthole window, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that lost oh, analogy, they're, they're right? Lo- yeah, they're looking. Like in. they're hitting the like, you know, not Charlie's boat. Yeah, But what if you're in there swimming around your fucking daughter? You don't want cum swimming around your daughter? What do you mean? Can't trust cum. <laughs> what are they gonna do, dude? Who knows? If anything, they're just like hell yeah, we got one. Cool. Does that count? I feel like they feel like all right. Well, we didn't. This is not a job. Totally. No. It's like when guys got to Afghanistan like twelve years in. They're like, what do we even do? <laughs> yeah. I guess we got to train the forces. I but they don't seem to want to learn. We're just hanging out and teaching cops now. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Oh, so very good. Any any old news that you'd like to discuss before we move on? Well, I mean, you met a hero of yours somewhere. We won't say where. So it's not like I wouldn't say a hero. Honestly, it was somebody who whose fights I always enjoyed. I always thought would be a really cool person. What was super cool for me uh, was seeing like Jake Shields Jake. and how cool he was to every other person around. 
He was very cool. Also, every time I turned around, there was a different super hot chick hanging out with him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's killing it, dude. Like, I feel like Jake Shields and Eric are kind of the same like, person. Legitimately, like, smoking, like, distractingly attractive women just next to him at all times. Yeah, 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 yeah. And different ones. He was just, like, he was swapping them out. It was Vegas 11s. Yeah. Yeah. We won't say where we were. Yeah, yeah. I don't. We don't want to be one of those shows that's just recapping the thing that everybody else did. No, no, no. I'm just. I'm talking about what Jake Shields' life Jake, is like yeah. as a person just who is a cool professional dude. fighter, still trains people. Crazy, let's see what's going on in his Twitter right now, because I'm sure it's something crazy. That was my biggest takeaway: is just how he, fun. I, I didn't. You know, it's it's so funny. It's like I always he gets retweeted in my timeline a lot because of the crossover between the MMA and like crazy right wing people that I'm <laughs> friends with in real life. And I like never, you know, you know, you like never put it together, because like sometimes it's just he's talking about fighting, and then sometimes you're like, what is this, Jack Prosabic or whatever that guy's name is? All right, I don't know, and I'm just scrolling. Dude, Jake Shields is is he's is, on his conspiracy theory game. He's based, dude. He just he knows. Let's what's see what going he's got on. going on. What's his top tweet? This uh, is your hero now. This is not my hero. This is because <laughs> you're worried about what his top tweet's gonna be. There's gonna be something about how Kanye was right about the Jews. <laughs> I mean. Uh, let's see here. Do um, okay. There's a martial arts one. Oh, do you know anyone who's died of COVID or the vaccine? I don't know anyone who's died from either, but one was in the hospital from COVID and two from the vaccine. Well, that's just anecdotal evidence. Yeah. So. The new death move. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> he did. That's a good meme. Solid. There's um, a lot of memes and okay. I like uh, this. Is just like old man yelling at cloud style. Yeah. Yeah, just put. You can also put other options, Jake. You don't have to tip twenty two percent at counter service. Um, do do do. Uh, Danny DeVito tweeting about sixty billion dollars for war. How about a few billion to replace water systems in Jackson, Mississippi, and Flint, Michigan? Mm-hmm. Doesn't work that way. Why? What happened to repairing infrastructure? Remember that concept? Is Krispy Kreme still giving away donuts, free vaccination donuts? I was thinking that the other day, because mm-hmm. I was near a Krispy Kreme. And didn't like I was like didn't have a donut. I didn't process. And you like, could have used a donut. <laughs> I didn't process like yo. You still? Do you, I never got my. Do you, you never gonna go f- in, dude? That is a fucking. That's a really funny bit because I never got any of my free. I got no? back so I get a thing. Things. So we could just go around the city being like, hey, like we never got our donut. Can we? Do we still? We never got one. <laughs> that's like, a- I, I just never. I never did it. Can I can I get it? I just haven't been to Krispy Kreme. Can I can I get a donut? Like that is actually kind of a funny bit. If you just go into all the places that offered a free thing and be like, so gonna have that now or what's what's the deal? I think we could. I think we I'm just picturing this now, like because this does feel like feels like something we should pitch Ryan and Danny. <laughs> and just see like see who can convince the most places to, to give, give us the thing. Yeah. But it's like, you know, I could use a free donut now. I was trying to not eat donuts back when COVID was scary. <laughs> but now that COVID is fake and gay, give me a donut. <laughs> I think here's the thing, though. Like, I, I, I remember because I did get my free Krispy Kreme donut. I was going to Lewis's like every Sunday to record podcasts. Getting a Krispy Kreme donut every Sunday? Bro, you just go up, show your, your, your vaccine. Oh, they don't even like put you in a database. No, no, no. See, I thought these were all various databases that were all going to come back to haunt you. Everything you claimed free, the government was going to be like, yeah, you owe that. <laughs> you owe that. You, you got a free donut. You owe us 30% of the cost of that donut. That's a, 
That's a that's a gift. That was a business gift. <coughs> no, it was a thing where it was like they uh, you would just go up and you would show them the vax thing, and they would just go and then turn around and just grab a like solo bagged glazed donut that had been there all day. Mm. Yeah, that'd be good though. Didn't Nathan's have a free hot dog? Did Nathan's have a free hot dog? I think so. We can get a donut, a hot dog. We can, now we got a stew going, baby. <laughs> donut, hot dog, stew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What's your best, like, all right, your Iron Chef, <laughs> donut, hot dog, ramen packet. Oh, what are you making? Jesus. Ramen. Just the packet or the noodles? I get the noodles. No, like you get, like, the full instant noodles with the, with the little powder. Damn, I don't even know. What do you even do with that? That's crazy. Yo, you're the chef. Yeah, I'd have to. I need some time. I need some some sort of. I need an ice cream machine and fucking <laughs> a Vitamix and like fucking some sort of immersion bath. You know, they got crazy tools on there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. all right. So what do you centrifuge? Tar- I might need a centrifuge. <laughs> I gotta separate the elements of this donut. <laughs> what are you turning into the ice cream? I'm gonna go with the ramen. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. make ramen ice ramen cream. Ramen ice cream. A little donut. I'll make the donut into a bowl. It'll be a donut bowl. Okay. And then the hot dog will be a stick to hold the donut bowl. <laughs> so you need to balance a bowl on a stick? Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm just spitballing ideas here. I like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this works. You're working on your reflexes, you know? Well, uh-huh. you're killing yourself with all those things. Dude, that's actually... What were some of the other stuff you could get for you? $100 they would give you? Um, Yeah, some places, I think, like, some banks were giving you money. You get free Newports? <laughs> Um, that would be great. Uh, yeah, it was like there was like places we're giving away sandwiches. There was like I think it was like free six inch sandwiches at like a subway or something. Oh yeah, I mean look at that. Now we've got yo, we got a Thanksgiving dinner going. You know, we got enough food. Two meats. All right, that's actually <laughs> the amount of free stuff we didn't get. I I got none of the free stuff for getting vaccinated. So you would just go into Krispy Kreme, order nothing else, and be like, let me get that free Vax donut, bro? Yeah. Every week. Every week. Because you had time when you were waiting for the bus. Waiting for the train, yeah. So you would just, you'd be like, well, I got time. I may as well get me a free donut. Mm-hmm. And they just had donuts ready to go for the vaccinated. Okay. Shake Shack, free crinkle cut fries. Okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Go with my Nathan's hot dog. Hey, yo, Nathan's, free hot dog. Yep. Lido pizza, free pizza. Dude, like if we just went in, right, yeah. in like a hazmat suit, <laughs> and we were just like, I just finally am not scared of COVID. Can I get my free? Sh- I've been vaccinated for over a year, but can I get my free stuff? I think it might have only. I'm, I'm being a brave boy. Like go in there and like the the whole scuba <laughs> with the old school helmet. This is a great bit. If we dressed you like a... I'll kill a shark for you if I have to. <laughs> if there's any... You don't see any sharks around here. It's because I killed him. Me and Quint. <laughs> he's dressed like a diver. Yeah. He's, got the, he's got the air hose. Yeah. Where is the air hose? You hold it outside. I'll go in. Just <laughs> stand out on 34th Street. Well, yeah, with like a <laughs> crank. You have a crank with a tube. This is a great bit. I'm killing it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you just dress him like it's Fallout? 
I think there are still people who are like, crazy <laughs> afraid of fucking COVID, man. Dude, that'd be fucking sick. <laughs> Do you know where we can get a suit with the little window in the front? I mean, I feel like you got to be able to rent one at a prop company. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're in New York City. I guarantee you, Ryan knows where to get one of those. Yeah, need be. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's. <laughs> I just go in and be like, I'm being brave. I got vaccinated. You go in with like a fully laminated vax card with like ten boosters on it. You got to have. We have to have a fake one, completely vaccinated, <laughs> on like a lanyard. <laughs> It has to be on a lanyard. I actually want it to be on like a medic alert bracelet, <laughs> like hanging off my wrist. No, dude, you should ice it out. Oh, blingy bling. Dude, you see that guy who got a who got a vagina mold of his girl in oh, bronze? Gross. You should do that with your vax card. Can I see that? Yeah, I'll pull it up. If you did that with your vax card, if you had like a full like, yo, I'm iced out. It is scuba suit. I guarantee there's people who did it. So you know, like Italy, they had QR codes, and a bunch of people just got the QR code tatted on. No, and it's like now it's over, you fucking idiot. Now you just have that QR code that brings up your medical records on your body. Wow, fucking wild shit. It's like yeah, just so I never forget. Like people really thought COVID was never going to end. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. How funny is it that it just, like, they were like, the variants are going to kill us, and the thing that saved the world was a variant. You know what I mean? Like, that's what saved everybody from having to deal with COVID, is that the government could no longer really go, all right, well, this is a real thing. You guys should be scared, when literally everybody got it in, like, two weeks during Christmas last year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like like 80% of the U.S. population got fucking COVID, and they were just like, well, I guess we can't keep this up anymore. <laughs> That's wild. Doggy. Let me see. Why would you get... You should. You gotta get your side pieces, pussy. And just tell your girl, like, oh, no, they just make this. That's the real move. Damn, that's a... That's a strong... Dude, that is diabolical. That's a... She's Got me currently... A pussy listen, by a beautiful, light-skinned woman that's currently, currently in jail. Currently in jail. Jesus Christ. Dog, that's crazy. That's a lot to just have on your chest. <laughs> I don't even know if I want a regular pussy touching my actual chest. You know what I mean? I mean, a little insulary contact, but I don't want it resting on my chest. Like right here in the crevice? I don't know if I want pussy in the crevice. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. You literally walk around with pussy on your chest. Yeah. It's it's kind of like, I feel like I'm getting a fever if there's like a pussy on my chest. This was the one I saw over the weekend. Looks like a different one, I think. There's a different pussy chain? I feel, right? Does that not look different? It does look like a different chain. It looks like an alien tooth. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Take, just take it off the screen, please, Mike. Yeah, it kind of looks like Predator. Yeah. All right. Moving on. We got a lot of talk. Got to, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, Mike. The first thing I want to do, let's talk about this Eric Adams thing. I love to shit on Eric Adams. It's a good way to get ease back into the show. Shit on Eric Adams. Right? I sent you a video on Facebook. Can you pull up the video of Eric Adams that I sent you that I want to shit on Eric Adams? 
about right? Any second now. We couldn't wait to start our family. Oh, Christ. Was there an ad? Yeah, there was an ad. My bad. I uh, How switched is it to that my none account. Of the I computers. switched to my account where I have no ads. My bad. Everyone that knows me, they know one thing. I hate rats. That's right. You know, when we started killing. He's a pig that hates rats. I don't buy it at all. I don't buy it. Let's watch a little bit more of this. Killing them in Borough Hall, you know, some of the same folks are criticizing us now called me a murderer because I was killing rats. Well, you know what? We're going to kill rats. Uh, today, we're announcing a once-in-a-generation change. That Hold on. Yes. It, did he literally just admit to killing police internal informants. affairs? Yeah, police informants. Oh, you think he's, it's IA? I think he was saying there was, there was rats in Borough Hall. Well, he was the borough president. I think he's talking about actual physical rats. Yeah. Could be talking about fucking IA officers. How many IA officers have gotten murdered in the last four years? In They've the last... all been murdered by Eric. First of all, don't pigs typically love rats? Don't they have a symbiotic relationship? Yeah, they hang. Yeah, on the streets, right? Didn't uh, wouldn't that rat uh, put up the uh, the banner for the for the for the cops that said "some pig" on it so that they could win <laughs> top cop? Isn't that how that happens? I think it's so. a rat, right? Yes. Yeah. This is wild. Um, how many? Is I, it like thirty? I don't know. Uh... Yeah, I, I I just typed in how many internal affairs officers dead NYC, um, <laughs> and it, it just a prompt came up said on the way, sir. <laughs> uh, Career-ending misconduct around New York City. I don't know. Just went right to Bo Deedle's webpage. <laughs> yeah. So let's watch the rest of this video then. that would have a real impact on the cleanliness, cleanliness of our city. We are drastically reducing the oh. amount of time that garbage will remain on our curb. Garbage. We're shifting the time where people can sit, sit, set out black bags and trash from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. This will reduce the amount of time the trash is on the street before collection, keeping our streets cleaner for a longer period of time and discouraging rodents. This uh, is going to do nothing. Uh, their own version of what we like to say, open restaurants. Just so you know, we, we have fun back in Gracie Mansion. We call it open restaurants for the rats. Shut the... F he sucks. First of all, this will do nothing. So instead of being able to put your trash out at 4 p.m., you put it out at 8 p.m. Prime rat hour. You really... Just, just after sunset... What? No, I think he was saying you only have a four-hour window to put your trash out. Have you ever seen a garbage truck between the hours of 4 p.m. and 8 p.m., Mike? Nope. You really want to start putting garbage trucks out on the sidewalks during the evening rush? I don't like think that's a good open idea. restaurants. I'm going to need that as a drop. He's He sucks. This is like, here's what this actually is. You know he just wants to go and arrest everyone outside. And he can't because it's incredibly politically unpopular to start arresting people again. You know what I mean? So he's like, well, rats, that's a thing that people don't like, so we'll just do rats. 
It's rat time. That's the only thing he can do. But he also isn't actually. He, there's nothing that he said. We're gonna kill rats. You're just not. You're gonna have less time to leave your garbage. People are just gonna leave their garbage outside, and their buildings are gonna get fined. So what? You know what I do? My building stop leaving the garbage room open past six o'clock. I usually do my cleaning in the evenings. I just put the garbage outside. How are they going to know that's my garbage? Who is going to catch me? No, It's a perfect crime, Mike. I can even walk it to the next building. It's literally two extra feet. I can just literally go, instead of putting it right here, I can just do this. Watch, 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 watch my arm. I can just do this. And then my building won't even get fined. Who cares? He, that's, and they're even going to give out these fines. Which are, He just needs to give a press conference once a week where he said something that we can make fun of. <laughs> you really think that's it? It's like he's like, I'm doing my job as the mayor. I gotta be, I gotta be like. Uh, Remember like- we were talking about the Kansas City thing. <laughs> Kansas City doesn't have an identity. Remember that? I feel like it's like he's trying to be the mayor from like 1960s Batman. Yeah, maybe. I feel like he thinks that's his job is to like. Frank get said on- he's just doing a Jay Z impression. Okay. That sounds like it could be a skit off Reasonable Doubt, the I hate rats thing. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, just some, yeah, like that, that makes sense, like a, like a 1980s Batman mayor. Like, just like ineffectual, clearly take, just like out at fancy restaurants every night, hanging out with drill rappers and models for some reason. Just fucking hobnobbing. Yeah, just, yeah, more of a socialite than a public servant. Oh, he sucks. He really does suck. Well, how does this get resolved? Because he's not going to get voted out. Nobody's going to run against him. There's not going to be a Democratic primary. He's basically going to be the mayor for eight years. There's no way for him to not be the mayor for eight years. What are you talking about? We, we've elected Republicans before. Last one was Bloomberg. Okay. Who ran for, as a Republican once, then ran twice as an Independent and okay. won. Before that was Giuliani. Yeah. That was also before the demographics of the city changed. If you understand what I mean by that. Which clearly you don't. Do you know why Eric Adams won the primary despite being like a more conservative Democratic candidate? No. Because Indian people and Asian people voted him in wildly in Queens. Just because he ran We don't have a blue collar. So the reason why Republicans became mayors in New York is because of a blue collar white base that does not live here anymore. The base of people that live here now are hipsters who will never vote Republican, even if it's in their be- own own best interest. I wouldn't vote Republican if it's in my own best interest. Because I'm still mad about the Iraq war. And that has nothing to do with who the mayor of New York City is. I can't bring myself to vote Republican because George Bush is a cunt. So you didn't vote for the kitty mayor? No. Also because he's a dork. As much as I love kitties... I couldn't vote for Curtis Lewa because he's an insane person who started the Guardian Angels. So who'd you vote for? What? You didn't vote for Eric Adams? I wrote myself in. Did you really? I'm trying to jump this chain. Let's County go. County him in to mayor. Let's go. I did that Chris Rock movie where he went from being alderman to being the president. See? Did also, didn't Eddie Murphy also do that? I don't know. He was the distinguished gentleman. He became a congressman. Because his name was Thomas Jefferson something, and he ran as Thomas Jefferson, and then his slogan was, the name you know. And because people were so <laughs> stupid, they overwhelmingly voted for Thomas Jefferson. 
he refused to debate anybody. He just bought a lot of signs and said, vote for Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> People voted for Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> Great movie. All right. Eric Adams is a cunt. Moving on. All right. Now we're really rocking and rolling, Mike. We got to talk about semiconductors. Now, as you know, I've said multiple times there's a good chance that semiconductors will be the cause of World War III. Everybody's trying to say Ukraine and these, na- these nuclear armaments that are moving into Ukraine and all this. That's going to be the start of World War III. Nope. It's going to be semiconductors. You know why, Mike? What are you doing right now? Uh, looking at my phone. Yeah. What powers your phone? I'm assuming a semiconductor. Yep. Little tiny chips. I just watched a video that was like eight minutes long on how they make these fucking things. And they said if one, it seemed like it was even harder than growing shrooms. They said if one fleck of dust gets in like this whole thing of the silicon that they have to remove oxygen from, it's a whole fucking process. It's crazy. Uh, they, it'll ruin the whole batch, which takes up to 12 weeks. It's a lot like growing mushrooms, like I said. Very complicated stuff here. Um, but so, as you know, uh, uh, the big TSMC uh, is a company in Taiwan that makes microchips, and uh, uh, everybody's very scared that China will... So about, basically the only thing China still imports at a higher rate than oil is semiconductors and chips and shit like that, right? Silicon chips and such, as Homer Simpson would say. Um, and so that's a big part of why they want to retake Taiwan. So the biggest manufacturer of these chips is in Taiwan. It's a big part of the uh, supply chain shortage going on in the world right now. So in retaliation to this, the United States government passed the CHIPS Act not long ago. Uh, it was a $252 billion Essentially, it was started out as a $52 billion, it got up to $250 billion. Essentially, it's a bailout of a monopoly, which is Intel, right? So there's multiple companies in this uh, country that supposedly make chips, but they don't actually. They design chips. NVIDIA, Apple, a couple other companies. And what they do is they send all their stuff to uh, TSMC, who then manufactures their chips for them. Basically, Intel used to be a person that would build these chips. But then they fucked up, and they weren't making their orders, and they broke a bunch of shit, and they just weren't, they weren't moving up fast enough. So all of this moved out of the country. So now rather, first of all, the fact that Intel, think about it this way. Intel's a monopoly, right? They're the only ones Domestically. Making, they're the only ones making chips in this country. So something should have been happening with our antitrust laws. Never happened. Then this one company that for some reason is allowed to exist as the only company that does this incredibly important thing for our entire lives. Like, think about it that way. Would you have been able to... Remember when we were kids? It was all Intel inside. I don't even know why they had to tell us that. It was the only place making the things. TSMC didn't exist back then. The only company making these things was Intel. And so this company fucked up more and more... Uh. And so now we're basically just bailing them out. That's what this chips bill is. So they, like, make better stuff and upgrade their facilities and shit. It's literally just to upgrade? And to make sure, like, basically, um, basically the whole thing is it's, it's kind of trying to, like, incentivize. They're, they also passed a second part of it now, which there was a Times article about. Let me pull this up. Um, this... So now it's like no Americans can work. So China's trying to obviously build their own semiconductor industry. They have none. They import everything. 
So now no American scientists are allowed to work with them. No companies are allowed to work with them if it enriches their semiconductor business. It's a fucking crazy thing that's going on. And, like, it's literally kneecapping China, which is just going to be an act of war. Like, there's a Times article where they literally talk about um, a big part of the reason Japan claimed was a big part of the reason they bombed Pearl Harbor is because the U.S. wouldn't trade oil with them. They were like, well, we're de facto at war with these people because we need oil. So let's just attack them. So it's like, what if China just does that? That's a big problem. But so, like, dude, it's... It's a bit, It's a massive problem. The real problem is this, is that with the CHIPS Act and what we're doing here, it feels like they're trying to nationalize semiconductor production in the United States. Like, if you're just giving, if you're just pumping money into a monopoly, that's just nationalizing a thing. It's the Amtrak of fucking microchips. I, don't, I think that's the only way they sold it to Biden. He's is clearly that- a senile autist, right? They're like, it's model trains, bud. <laughs> Right? He doesn't understand technology. Trust me, it's just model. It's just, and he's like, oh, okay. Now we're gonna get twelve dollar cheeseburgers from instead of semiconductors, and they're gonna be losing four dollars a cheeseburger. Let me see that video of Biden. I asked you to pull up. This what? proves that he knows nothing about what's happening. That he keeps feeling like, yep, fixing everything. He knows nothing about science. If I could wave a wand, I'd cure cancer. Why? Because no one believes it can be done. But we're starting to do it. We're starting to do it. There's nothing beyond our capacity. I mean it. Not a joke. Not a joke. If I could wave a wand, I'd cure... Good. I'm glad this just started playing again. No, we need to watch that again. There's a lot to take in here. Answer. Why? Because no one believes it can be done. But we're starting to do it. There's nothing beyond our capacity. I mean it. Not a joke. Pause this, right? Not a joke. Look at everyone in this room. It looks like they're saying, what the fuck is the president saying? Does he, can he cure cancer and he's just not doing it and he's just going to do it to prove he can do it? Have they always been able to cure cancer? Look at all these people, except for that one lady right there with the eyebrows. Look at that lady. She's just like, I can't believe this guy's the president. First of all, how is the current president in a uh, uh, community college video from 1984. We like, not only can I cure cancer, I can time travel. What, it looks like, it looks like they're advertising DeVry. <laughs> He's the valedictorian somehow. It, this is fucking ridiculous. So this is our whole thing. With this, uh, get, get this off my screen. So, this is the whole thing. I'm kind of anti this fucking bailout. I don't like the idea that we're going to just keep propping up a monopoly in this country for this thing. I think we should let the chips fall where they may, huh, Mike? If China ends up running the entire world because of this, that's on them. They win. I Personally, I think the world is more and more a simulation every day. Mostly because we just watched that video, and I didn't understand anything that happened in it. I might care. How great would it be if he just started faith healing on the campaign trail? Would be pretty sick. Like if he just kept telling people that they didn't have cancer as like a soundbite, because like nobody ever reads the retraction. Like if he just like magically, like if he was just going up to people and be like, you don't have cancer anymore, 
and just like touch his forehead, his hand to their foreheads. No, nah, don't worry, you don't have cancer anymore. Did you see that one video? I did it. No cancer. And it's like then they're like two days later they're like Joe Biden just kept saying that people didn't have cancer that still have cancer. And he nobody's gonna read that part. Nobody ever reads the retraction. No one cares. Hmm. What do you think about the semiconductor thing, Mike? You think uh, we're fucked? No. Uh I think I think Intel is gonna get their acts together. You think so? I think so. I think I have a list of things they fucked up in the last few years. Do you really? That somebody sent me. (laughs) How bad is this list? Let's see. I mean, a lot of it I don't understand. Uh, So Intel never used to manufacture for other people. They only manufactured for themselves. So that's why TSMC had a thing. But now they're trying to do it. Um, And now it's like, so here's the thing. They have like a high margin thing, but then they just fail behind on GPUs, which I don't even really know what that is. So I'm just going to say this thing that my buddy sent me who knows more about this. Um, so now they're trying to basically they're trying to get Intel to move into mobile phones and stuff. That's what TSMC was doing. So Apple went over to them when they like kind of built the iPhone. They were like, we need these faster. We need them produced faster. And Intel was just like, nah, bro, we're doing what we're doing. What the fuck is a phone? You're going to make a computer into a phone? Shut up, you fucking dork. And then they snuff Steve Jobs in the head. And he's like, I got to talk to Asian people. They're the only ones that understand me. And he went to Taiwan because it's a little country with a big output. And that's what he needed from his phone. You got it? Checks out. It's fucking crazy. So now we're trying to fucking... Dude, I'm telling you, it's just going to be... What's another thing that's nationalized in this country? Uh, Like state run. Utilities? The post office. Post office. You happy with the post office? Yeah, but it doesn't have to be like that. Like, GM got a big-ass bailout. That's not run like the government's fucking auto company. You know yeah, what I mean? but it wasn't A, one this size. B, it was, it was along with a bunch of other bailouts for the auto industry. This is a single company that runs the entire industry. It's not like they're giving somebody else the capacity to build these things. The only company, like, the infrastructure to build these things is so difficult to make. Like the machines that make them, it's so there's international patents from three different countries that come together to make the machine that makes these things that we need to run our entire life. Okay. You can't just start doing that. You know what I mean? Like, think about like, Mike, I drink a lot of beer, right? I've even brewed my own beer. Do you know how stupid it would be for me to try to open a brewery? Why would it be stupid for you to open a brewery? Do you know how much work goes into running a brewery? I would assume a fair amount. Yeah. Even All right. Do you think it would be smart for the government to give me a lot of money to open a brewery? No. I would just squander it. That's what Intel's going to do with this money. And we're going to be no closer to beating China in the chips market. We've just pissed them off for no reason. And they're still going to invade Taiwan. They're going to get that Hyannese chicken. That shit's pretty good. Why would we have pissed them off, though? Like, it's kind of our... So there's another to... bill that passed the CHIPS Act. What's it called? I'll pull it up right now. So there's another bill called the... Um, what's it called here? There's, it's a lot of fucking information. I apologize. Um... So, 
Ch- all right, I can't find this shit here. But you're not allowed. So basically, there's all these rules. All right. It's a, there's a new U.S. policy of actively strangling large segments of the Chinese technology industry, strangling with an intent to kill. Considering the ways China might use the advanced chips, including in expanding its dystopian AI-powered surveillance and repression regime, the strangulation is justified. Semiconductors are one of the few sectors in which China still depends on the rest of the world. The country spends more money importing microchips each year than it does oil. So basically, we're just kneecapping them where no American companies or scientists can work with them. Now, again, one of those patents comes from an American company to build the machine, to build the things. So we are fucking with them, and they're going to be, I'm going to say, a little ornery. I don't know. I mean, we're just saying that, look, we're not going to go help your program that's going on. We got to build our own thing. I guarantee China's doing the same thing. True. But here's another thing. And if they are sending anyone over, it's so that they're getting secrets on patents. If a non-American company, this is also in here, a non-American company agrees to make Chinese-designed chips, it could lose access to American chip-making machines that it can't get anywhere else. You see what I mean? So that's that's like a crazy new law. That's like very restrictive. This is all because fucking Putin's showing his ass in Ukraine. I do think there is a I think there is a certain sense, right? Uh-huh. That is uh for the last 30 years China has been profiting off of American ingenuity, right? Uh, Americans have been making products that China been, has been openly stealing the patents on. So we That's are true. not going to if you are going to if you're going to have their people coming around looking at your machines, our machines ain't going to be anywhere near it. Let's throw th- let's throw this out there though as far as China goes. Uh uh Plenty of Americans have profited off the cheap labor that China had to offer in the tchotchke situation, including the two of us. Technology is so much more inexpensive than it was when we were kids. Do you remember when you had to have a TV forever? What do you mean? How many TVs have you bought in the last seven years or acquired? Because let's face it, you weren't buying things for a while there. Yeah, probably like three or four. Okay. Do you remember when you were a kid and things would start falling off of your TV and then you'd pull out the pliers so you could change the channel, click, click, click? You were like different pliers that fit in different fucking holes. You had a fucking hanger sticking out the fucking back of the goddamn thing. Yeah, TVs used to be expensive as fuck. And they used to, to, you'd be like, well, this is my TV. I know there's a line going through it, but what am I going to do? It's a TV. I have to have it for another 12 years. There's there, no other way. There also was, there was a cottage industry of TV repairs. Yeah. Then your dad pistol with them all out of Scarsdale. Dogs. That's speak. a weird stereotype. I just said all TV repair men were black guys <laughs> because of prop Joe from The Wire. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, speaking of pistol with, I just saw, I saw the most disturbing video today on, on uh, World Star. What is it? Like a, uh, I don't see what this has to do with semiconductors, but okay. I'll allow it. You said the word pistol whipped. Uh, a dude was getting jumped. His girl. Oh, I saw that. Right? His girl. Just hot. Hot little white chick. Hot girl. Pistol whipped right in the face. Jumps on the body. It's like, stop beating on my boyfriend. And like the other three dudes are like, yeah, we're not hitting some chick. And then and the it, dude came from the side. She wasn't even looking at him. Open. Not even like the butt of the gun. Full side of the gun. 
Yeah. Open hand smacked her with a gun. Ooh. It's a lot like the semiconductor industry in this way. That bitch was Intel. And that gun was literally <laughs> the open market. Just toppling over a monopoly. You know what I mean? She had a monopoly on protecting that man. Not so much once that gun got involved is all. And that's the Chinese military. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The gun is the Chinese military. I, yeah. It all comes together. Bringing about by the hand of the market. I'm great at this. I really should have an AM radio show. I should be the new Rush Limbaugh. Pay me money. I'll call some lady a slut for getting an abortion. Moving on. B double E double R U N I tell you all about rockauto.com. You know about rockauto.com? It's the cheapest place for you to get all your auto parts. You can get your truck nuts. You can get your semiconductors and silicon chips. They run your car. It makes it go fast. Maybe you got one of them Chinese hunks of junk. I don't know. But you can get anything you need to keep that some bitch running over at rockauto.com. You don't even need a promo code. You just let them know. Notes of a goon sent you. Hey! Hey! I'm fucking sick of you ass. Get the fuck out of my goddamn fucking studio. Get out of here. Fuck. Good. Now they're dead. Luckily, I can get all the parts to repair my hearse at rockauto.com. Anything I need to repair this hearse to haul off these fucking dead hillbillies coming here trying to steal my fucking job. Fucking sick of them. I told you I was sick of them, Mike. I told you we were going to fucking get them. I'm doing more about these fucking hillbillies than fucking Eric Adams is going to do about the rats. See, I'm still shooting them. That's how we do. Fucking dead. Fuck! South will never rise again! Mark my words, Mike. The South will never rise again! I will salt the earth with all the parts I get from rockauto.com. I don't even need a promo code. I'm just gonna tell them Notes of a Goon sent me. Moving on. You see that? You see how it was just a regular thing and not the song again? See, that's good. Moving on. <laughs> trans people, Mike, tell, tell me about them. Okay. Uh, trans people are... Uh, not vampires. It's the Halloween season. We don't know what's going to happen. Trans, trans people, not Transylvanians. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, they're, they're, having a rough, uh, they're having a rough one. Well, they're always having a rough one. Do you know about the suicide rates with the trans? Right, 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 right. It's like right. 700%. So I did see something actually kind of cool this week on that, uh, on like trans people in general. Like the answer, John Oliver had like a good little segment. Oh, I did actually see that. Do you have that? Can you pull that video up? Actually, it was a good, because we've been, we talked about, we've touched on it a little bit, the increase in just the amount of trans people. And he likened it to left-handedness, right? Right. Yeah, I guess you don't even need to pull it up. For anybody who didn't see it, 
John Oliver likened it to left-handedness in that there was a spike in left-handedness once they stopped beating children for being left-handed. Um, I think there's some flaws in that logic, but it is a good, it is a very good point. Um, however, we were kind of talking before the show about uh, you sent me a video about some from some people. It, okay, so check the, this out. The trans activist class is kind of a problem, correct? Yeah. Okay. So did you see the 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 Kyle Rittenhouse is a woman thing? Yes, I was, I'm a big fan. Can you pull that up? Now, I want to say, do you now feel guilty for supporting Kyle Rittenhouse so much? Because you were up Kyle Rittenhouse's ass. What do you mean? You love you some Rittenhouse. No, not really. You considered drinking again just so you can have a Rittenhouse ride. I did briefly. Yes. You love Kyle Rittenhouse. That's your boy. I mean, you know, now that I know that it's Wendy... Is there is this an actual person named Wendy Rittenhouse or is this just some crazy tweet? No, this is a, this is a legitimate crazy person's tweet. Okay, Kyle's real name is Wendy Rittenhouse Lewis, and she is not eighteen but twenty six year old female, the male transgender. Okay, Kyle, aka Wendy, is a police officer in real life. The whole courtroom was a stage. Same with Alex Jones' stage trial, ordered to pay one billion for talking about Sandy Hook. Now here's the thing. There is no way for me to disprove this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, sometimes like you see a thing. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, well, that's crazy. And then you go, there is nothing I can personally do to disprove it. I suppose I can go to Kyle Rittenhouse's school and be like, can I have Kyle Rittenhouse's school records? And be like, no, dickhead, get out of here. I'm like, I have a podcast. I don't think you understand. It's just like cereal. I promise. <laughs> you think, all right, how, how far do you think we could get with a FOIA act on Kyle Rittenhouse's high school transcripts? I'm still waiting for a FOIA act on me that Frank ordered three years ago. I thought it was on Brock Shoney. I made him order one for me, too. I want one. <laughs> There's also, just, Brock Shoney, fucking asshole. <laughs> lying asshole. He's fucking compulsive lying fucking shithead. We could talk about that on this show. Whatever. Fucking, oh yeah, there's a Fed file on me. No, there isn't. Everybody wants you to be a Fed file on them. I say way crazier shit than he does. Or at least more actionable. I don't know. Did he put in a FOIA request? It might be out there. There it. We did. Frank, you're still in here, right? Did, you, did, did that FOIA request ever come back? I think he's still waiting on it. He's, he's shaking his head no. Mm. So... Wendy Rittenhouse, this fucking bitch, is besmirching the trans community. Also, this is kind of fun. Did you see this uh, proof of green screen use in the trial? No. I thought it was going to be Orange Cassidy given the weather with the green screen shirt on. Pause it. It's almost like it's a boring ass trial, so they're not moving a lot. Because it's not a rave, you fucking idiot. And then I see this dude's foot disappear. Here it is again. That's a green screen, bro. Here's the video slowed down. It looks like there's something blocking his foot. Oh, that is pretty freaky, though. Damn. That is pretty freaky. But I'm sure that's just like a trick of the light. Yeah. 
He could be a ghost. It's October. Could be. Ooh. Very spookums. Um. So the the right. So I saw that and like. So there is like that angle, right? Where the where the right there's some people who are so crazy on the like conspiracy theorist level. Yes. That they think like they that they're putting trans on people who aren't trans and 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 there's Bro, all kinds of messed up theories with them. The, there's people that think the Boston Marathon bombing didn't happen. Okay. We all saw it was on TV live. And people are like that's fake. People think 9-11 just didn't happen. I saw the buildings fall down. <laughs> you think that was David Copperfield when he made the thing disappear? Remember when David Copperfield made the thing di- Maybe it was. Who the fuck knows? Again, there's a certain level of thing that I am not capable of proving. <laughs> it's just, I don't I'm know. saying Copperfield did 9-11. David Copperfield did 9-11 is what I'm saying. He... Copperfield is a stage name. His name is clearly David Bin Laden. They named him after the Jewish king as a cover so that he could do 9-11. Smart. David Bin Laden made made the World Trade Center disappear. Um, And he fucked Claudia Schiffer, that son of a bitch. Did he really? David Bin Laden did. Damn, dude. Killing it. Uh, all right, so the the other side of things I was going to say, uh-huh. right, is like there's the other side of it where there's clearly opportunists, right? In the in, you're t- so in the trans community, okay, people who have bought into the trans community who are using it as cover for whatever, right? Like the person who is transracial, I think is like, you know, we talked about sure, that. We've talked, we've talked about that a lot because that, that's also somebody you're kind of allowed to beat up on. Sure. And for whatever reason that, uh, who we saw, we talked about the big fake titty in Canada, the shop teacher. Did we talk? No, we didn't talk about that on the show. Right? No, 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 no. We kind of avoided it. But like, I, I told you about the, um, I told you about the, can, the, the theory, the, the shit I saw on 4chan about that lady. Yes. That we talk about on the show? No, no, we did not talk about it on the show. Uh, so anybody who doesn't know, that big fake titty bitch with, that was a woodshop teacher who was a dude with fake titties on, there was a 4chan thread about how that was actually just like a overtly right-wing guy who wouldn't use proper like pronouns for trans kids or whatever in Canada, so then just became trans so the school board couldn't fire him. So either way, mentally ill. Trolling. Yeah. Mentally ill. Yeah, but that's like a level... When you're living kayfabe with giant fake titties, like I get, like Yokozuna couldn't speak in public because he didn't actually know Japanese. But when you're kayfabing to that level, like it's cut in the age of the internet, it's a little much. That is a lot. Yeah. Uh, so what you're saying is there are bad actors that you you see bad actors within the trans. Like I think so. There's. I, I've read a bunch of threads of like trans people, and I know trans people, but there are people who think that the trans activist community is excessive. And honestly, it's kind of like I, I liken it. I always liken it to um, Al Sharpton, who I think did more to hurt race relations in this country than any other person in the last fifty years, because he came on the scene in the Tawana Brawley thing, which that was where he first came up. Honestly, have you ever seen the first outfit? Al Sharpton wore on television. It was like a green suit 
sitting next to Tawana Brawley and I want to say Maury Povich. It's crazy. He looks like he would be a villain fighting Super Dave Osborne. It's ridiculous. He looks like he would fucking fight Hammerman in the Hammerman cartoon. Like, if you just, like, look up Al Sharpton, Tawana Brawley talk show, it's, but it's, like, so, but, like, that guy was so hated that I think he kind of added to racism. Like, he was always the guy that blue-collar racist pointed to when I was a kid growing up. So, like, some of these, like, guys that are pointed out on the libs of TikTok, now there's just more, you're going to find more of them now because the internet exists. So, like, some of the people pointed out on the libs of TikTok thing, I think it's a real thing that, like, merits discussion, some of this stuff when it comes to, like, teachers and this activism. But, like, this is not the bulk of trans people. Is this the one you're talking about? No, that's not what I'm talking about. It's a green suit. I'm telling you. There's Al Sharpton in a green suit. But anyway, the Tawana Brawley thing all turned out to be fake, and then he became, for whatever reason, he just got, basically all the booking agents for all those talk shows had Al Sharpton's number, so anytime a race thing came up, they called Al Sharpton. So he just became the fucking... So he became the guy. Voice on race. But he wasn't the fucking guy for most black people. If you talk to black people, they'd be like, fuck Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton stinks. He stinks. And I think he created more racists, because... Literally an entire generation of morons who grew up thinking TV was the truth thought he spoke for black people. Mm. So like Stan's dad green suit? Thinking, uh, thinking Jesse Jackson if he just kissed his yeah. ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I cannot find anything in a green suit, dude. Oh, Look, this is, what, this is what it's showing me here. No. There's a special report from 1988. Hold on. All right. It's not that serious. So what I wanted to talk about uh, was this case of, you know, what I consider to be, you know, performance art in the trans space. Okay. Uh, this person, Dylan Mulvaney, uh, who has a deal with Ulta Beauty. Ulta, what is that? It's like a, it's like a very famous, uh, like, like a Sephora. Okay. You know what I mean? Like a women's like makeup. Um, it's like more of like a, more of like a Home Depot for women's makeup. You know what I mean? Like it's gotcha. like a big warehouse of like just fucking makeup as far as the eye can see. Okay. Um, and they're doing like a whole women empowerment thing, uh, featuring two trans women talking about women's issues. About, well, are they talking about makeup? Because I'll be honest. No. Listen. Just listen. Okay. Oh, I know I can find love. I know I can still be a performer. I know that I can have a family. I want to be a mom one day. And I absolutely can. And that's why the narrative still has a long way to go. Because when I was grieving Boy Dylan, I didn't know those things were even... Is Boy Dylan him? Oh, I know I can find love. Yes. Yeah. All right. Why would you grieve Boy Dylan? Because Boy Dylan is no I mean, we know a boy named Dylan. And if he died, would we grieve him? I I don't think we'd grieve him. Grief is a strong word. That's so, dude. I have so many things to be doing. I can't. I can't be grieving. Grieving is like a couple of weeks. I have a couple of weeks to dedicate to Boy Dylan. No. If I was a lady tomorrow, magically, you think Christine is 
grieving Chris? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. I'm shoving things in my new vagina. No, 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 no. How's you're going to be, you're going to be, because you don't, you don't understand what it's like to have chick emotions. Oh, yeah. I might have some weird broad stuff going on. Right? Yuck. Exactly. Ugh. And then you're going to be like, then it's going to be compounded with like, yo, I don't have a dick anymore. So, so and I, I got to deal with this. So I have a friend who has a, who just went through having prostate cancer. Okay. And he had to get shot up with estrogen. Oh, no. Because estrogen, because prostate cancer feeds on testosterone. So they'll shoot you up with estrogen to lower your testosterone counts. And I was just over at his house one day, and he goes, he goes, I fucking feel bad for women. This is like an almost 50-year-old man. Just go, I just, is this how they, I, I feel bad for every fight I ever had with a chick? If this is how they feel all the time, I fucking get it. I get it. <laughs> He's just like, I can't. I don't understand. This is not, it's. It's just warm sometimes. I don't like it. Like, he just freaking out. And he was like, I feel, if this is how women feel all the time, I'm sorry. Is it really that bad to be a chick? He literally, I'm talking two weeks with that level of estrogen, which is still less than a woman has. It was just enough to, like, shrink his prostate can. They weren't giving him chick levels of estrogen. They were giving him, he didn't grow tits. He just didn't have testosterone for it. So he lost some muscle mass. But, like, he was just like, he was like, if this is what they're doing, if this is what they're going through, I get it. I get why we're always fighting with them. Like, so these trans people, more power to them, putting that shit in your veins. I'd rather shoot dope, honestly. <laughs> if you're just trying yeah, to escape, obviously. if you're trying, if you, if you, if you hate the body you're in, shoot heroin. It might be easier. Now, female to male transitioners, go ahead, King. <laughs> I think you might be doing the right thing According to this one guy I know with prostate cancer Dude that'd be sick What? Fucking like uh, a woman Just goes from being you know like a, a A cisgender woman To a trans man and just becomes Cool as shit I think that's how that works Yeah Dude I did a show once Years ago in Bushwick and there was like, I didn't realize it till afterwards. Like that dude is weird looking. And then I was like, oh shit! And it like clicked. Like a bunch of comics were like, that, that dude is cool as shit. It was like a shitty audience, like Bushwick, like meh, turned up audience. And then it was like one dude up front who was into the whole show and great. And like the girl he was with had like a puss on the whole time. Meh. I think I even had a joke about trans people back then. It's just like, and I remember. We're all talking afterwards, and I go, I, I was talking, it was like, Meg was there, Meg and Christian were there. And I remember going, I'm like, I think that dude's trans. And they go, oh, shit, definitely. Like, everybody was like, yes, that makes fucking sense when you think about what this guy looked like. And fucking coolest dude ever. I think maybe there should be more trans men. Might be the answer. Pro-trans podcast. Dude, it certainly is not two dudes. Let me see this. I don't want to call them dudes. I, this one, this one is though, right? Because I, I mm, this is where it one gets of them has a beard, full beard. One of them is a full beard. You have a full beard. I really don't want to have to call you a lady. That's not even the one I'm talking about. Really? The other one is the real problem. Boy, girl, Dylan. Sixty-seven days into this lifestyle, and you're. On uh, you're the face of an ad campaign, less so some, than three months into your transition. Well, so I think that's also all right. So like, 
when you think of, and again, I'm not here to talk about what trans people are going through, but if you were trans, I can imagine, like I'm trying to empathize, right? If you were transitioning, you, if you're going through that, whatever that mental fucking torture is, that you're trapped in the wrong fucking body, and you're finally in a body that's closer to the body that you think you should be in, right? You have that dysmorphia. I think you just want to enjoy your body. I don't think you want to fucking be on TV talking about fucking girl shit. I think you want to fucking, like I said, if I was all of a sudden a girl tomorrow, I'd be like, what can I fit in this pussy? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I don't think, like, how, what, how much stuff can I cram into this box? You know what I mean? I'm already doing it with a one-bedroom apartment. How many Sharpies? Sharpies. I'm going oblong. Just, uh, any size I- instruments. I I want weird shapes. I'll throw a fucking bag of jacks down that thing. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Who, I got onesies and twosies going. Let's go. That's a lot. Yeah. Bro, you want to see this? Yes. This is what she's doing. Okay. At day 66. Hey, I'm in nature. That looks like the Dreams. boy Dylan we know. I love him. 100%. Water, lakes, I love him. Okay. So, what is your problem with this? That's not. It's not how girls act. I'll say that. It's you're also an adult. Why is it girlhood? You're an adult person who made it. Is that guy an adult? Transition. Or is that lady an adult? Yes. It's an actor. This person has been an actor for years. Oh, really? Yes. What have they been in that I would know? I don't know. Some fucking Disney Channel shit, probably. I guarantee you that person was not in some Disney Channel shit. I think so. You you have enough residuals where you don't need this level of attention seeking. Oh. Although is Taylor Swift gay now? I don't know. I feel like I heard Taylor Swift was bi or something because she needed to. She was worried these album sales weren't going to be what they were supposed to be. Is Taylor Swift gay? Uh, a group of fans well, online says, are accusing she, Swift of queer baiting with her new song "Lavender Haze." Oh yeah, she can queer bait all she wants. Huh? Uh-huh. Lavender Haze. Isn't that just a? Strain of haze? I don't know. It's a watered-down purple rain? <laughs> lavender. I would smoke lavender haze. I mean, lavender's a strain. There's got to be a lavender haze. Um, it's the title of the first midnight symbol of the queer community. Gaylords came to the conclusion that lavender... Gaylords? Yeah. Though we weren't supposed to call them that anymore. That's what they like. Taylors, Gaylers. I swear, 
That's really a thing? I, bro. That's who makes the rainbow capes? Gaylers. Gaylers mm. came to the conclusion 11 Rays would probably be a gay song. Uh, Swift clarified. Oh, the they're Gaylers because they're gay Taylor Swift fans. Yeah. Gay I thought they Lord. were gay Taylors. <laughs> I thought they made gay clothes. A group I thought of... they were really good at sequins and shit. True. That they made sparkly shit. Uh, she says that it is not, in fact, gay. Oh. Yeah. So. Sounds like something somebody gay would say. Uh-huh. Uh, so this is out. the IMDb of that, uh, that other person. Honest show? Yeah. These are all gay shows. Awkwardness. Yeah, that sounds like she would be on awkwardness. Come on. I don't know. I, I'm not seeing... Uh... All right, all right, all right. Let's watch the rest of the original video that you had a problem with. What was the original video? The video of the two people talking to each other. That was it? That was the whole video? 15 minutes or so? What? 15 seconds? Let me see it again. I know I can find love. I know I can still be a performer. I know that I can have a family. Yeah, pause a it. Mom when Go back to that other uh, other person. That's a, also a trans woman? No, that's a man, David Lopez. That's just a dude who loves makeup. Yeah? His name is David. Okay. I assume that's a dude if his name is David and he's a full beard. I mean... He hosts the show Isn't Girlhood. Jeffrey, uh... He hosts the show named Girlhood. Is that it? I uh, I don't know. Mike, you brought this to the show. What do you mean? You brought this to the show. Tell me about the thing. Tell me about the clip that you're so angry about. We we're talking about for 15 minutes. I'm angry about this. I'm angry about this. This. Uh, this Dylan. Right. Family, I want to be a mom one no, day. but tell me what the context of this is. What are we watching? They are sitting down. They're doing a podcast. Okay. What's talk, the name of the podcast? Uh, they get to it at the end of this clip. Beauty of by Ulta. Okay. And it's the beauty of girlhood is this episode. Oh, it's the name of this episode. Right. On top of that, right? But this, Dylan is discovering girlhood. Dylan is not discovering girlhood. Dylan is an adult person. Okay. It's not. It's not girlhood. That's Ladyhood. womanhood. Yeah. Womanhood. Right. And if you're, I'm actually, trying to shove as many things into my womanhood as possible. I told you, bro. I'm saying that this is a detriment to the actual trans community. Right. I feel like this okay. is a person who wants fucking attention. social media attention. Okay. Right. Who wants to? Who who is going to be the face of a fucking ad campaign? But who should be the face of these sort of things? A a, a woman, a trans woman. Any woman, right? Any woman. I genuinely don't think most trans people mm-hmm. want to be out there uh, as the face of, like, a brand campaign. Yeah, but I think, I mean, enough people do. I always said, I said that on this show. If you remember, I think it was, like, episode eight. I would love to, no cameras, interview any trans person that would like to talk to me uh, that has never been near or wanted to be near the performing arts. Because we live in New York. You're not going to find a trans person that has never been near, uh, uh, tertiarily in some way, the performing arts. 
I want to find a fucking Midwest bus driver who just went from Carl to Carla. I, I would love to talk to that person. I, I, I would bet that's most trans people because most people are not trying to be on a podcast, right? Sure. So that's who I would love to talk to a trans person. I, I don't know. I, my instinct says you're right, right? But I don't know. But I do know. For like, all I know, all trans people are exactly like that. That's not true. I know trans people who are absolutely not like that. that that's my issue. Like, I know, I know people like, uh, I know people who are, who are in this, like, industry, who are in the entertainment industry, who are in actual, like, positions of power in the entertainment industry, who are trans and don't make it as much of their personality as this person is, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is clearly someone who is, is grasping at straws here, who is intentionally playing down uh, their age, right? And How is talking is about, person? I mean, and is talking about uh, issues that are like, they're meant to be hot button, uh, annoying issues. I'm looking that up right now. Like trees and heels, hiking heels? Come on now. Like talking about uh, becoming a mother. Mm. So what are we doing here? Yeah, I don't think they're letting that that lady adopt. Twenty five years old. I mean, twenty five is still a child in my eyes at this point. Girlhood. You're going to explore girlhood at twenty five years old. I mean, I'm not exploring girlhood ever again. No, no, no. This is. I did that in my day. <laughs> I am uh, too old to explore girlhood, I'll tell you that much. If I ever, by chance, have a daughter, somebody else is cleaning their asshole, because I'm not getting anywhere near that. And uh, Louis C.K. told me shit gets in their pussies. I want nothing to do with that. He's got to go front to back. I'm not... No shot. Unless they make some sort of a... I feel like a dental, one of those guns. A power washer child's asshole that's the only way i could be a parent so uh dylan started as a uh was working on broadway's book of mormon as elder white uh she turned to social media to find creativity once the pandemic hit oh okay she got she got tranced up during the pandemic she's at day 66 day 66 it's like you get you get a nice little bump from everybody being inside, looking at you, singing songs on TikTok, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And once everybody gets back to work, right? And like by literally around the time Biden was like, yeah, the pandemic's over. She was like, but I'm trans now. Mm. All right. I, I do think there is a difference, right? And this is the point I'm making. I, I think there's a massive difference between trans people and people who are mentally ill, right? Okay. And I think this is well, a Well, if person- you're mentally ill, you could then... Uh, you can kind of, like, hide some stuff in claiming to be trans. I can see that as... A th- it is, like, a weird... It's a weird... There, uh, I was just reading this thing. What's the guy's name who... Um, there's a guy who's a gay act. There's a, there's a bunch of gay activists now that have a huge issue with trans activists. Uh, Fred, I want to say Fred Simon. Can you look that up? Fred Simon, gay activist. 
Um, he, so basically, he was talking about the Stonewall riots, who, which have now, there's this weird, I think it's Simon. Fred Simon, gay activist? Yeah, something like that. Um, I was just reading about this dude who, um, he was there, I think he was like um, very active in, he was very active in initiating pride parades in New York. It's Fred something. Uh, fuck. I didn't think we were going to be talking about this this deeply. Um, but I was, uh, he got into a thing at a pride march. where Fred people did, Sergeant. Fred Sergeant. That's correct. Um, so can you look up what he, just the, Fred Sergeant, the myth of the Stonewall riots. So there's this thing where people are claiming that black, a black trans woman was the, uh, uh, Initiator of the Stonewall riots. Now, it was a person who, and according to Fred uh, Sargent, is was a, it was a black drag queen, a black gay man who was a drag queen, who played a character who would answer to the character's name, but was in no way a trans person, uh, who wasn't at Stonewall the day of the riots, but hung out at the bar, was a tertiarily involved in this movement. It's now they're they're rewriting the history of this person, turning this gay man into a Trans, trans woman. woman who started the fight. Yes. Um, so there is this weird thing where it's like, so they're retroactively saying that this, who was a mentally ill gay man, by all accounts of people who knew him, this is a mentally ill gay man, and they're rewriting the story as if this is a heroic trans woman. So it even exists in this like nebulous gay rights fucking mythos now so like yeah i can see what you're saying you can hide mental illness by claiming to be transgender right like is that kind of what you're saying that's what this feels like that's what this feels like with this dude this yeah this dylan person dylan girl dylan sure he's exploring girlhood it's it, it feels like intentional Pedo baiting, uh, and it pedo feels, baiting. Yeah, I feel like it's, I mean, you're 25 years old. You're talking about exploring girlhood. Walk around looking like a prepubescent girl because you're a boy. Well, he wouldn't be a boy either if he's 26. In your logic, Mike, because you're a dude. Whatever. I think you want to fuck Dylan, and you're fucking. It's fucking you up, dude. Mm. All right, that's to a... fuck girl or boy, Dylan. You're trying to have a threesome with both of them. It's a strong theory. Fucking regular theory. Mm-hmm. Um, the I just feel like this person, mm-hmm. girl Dylan, mentally ill and is doing a bad job, right? Of like, I feel like that's the kind of thing where moms in Iowa will point to that and discredit the trans movement entirely. No, because they have plenty of blue-haired fucking ladies on libs of TikTok. You know okay. what I mean? Like it's like it it's not extreme enough at this point to be pointed to. It's something that's I guarantee you that I mean whatever. I was aware of that video in the woods from the internet of people mocking that video. Right, but my point is is like it's 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 wholesome enough content. 
that like that's the stuff that actually would concern a mom way more than like a libs of TikTok being like some beastly woman screaming screaming about fucking you know doing perhaps, the gay pledge of allegiance. Perhaps, I mean that is a good the sales pitch with the makeup on like so obviously the thing in the woods is just like well this is idiotic right the two the two male presenting individuals with a lot of makeup on looking like vaguely feminine is yeah i get your point um yeah i guess you make a good point here mike but i don't even know where the this is the kind of thing that's going to be drawn back at some point as well right like there was a point when gold dust was the adequate presentation of a gay person on television probably the most apparent one was gold dust in the wwf was Goldust the mo- the most gay character on television for a long t- a long while? So, certainly the first openly gay character I knew of. Before Ellen, right? Predates Ellen. Also wasn't openly gay because had a wife. That yeah. I think they they gave Goldust Marlena when everybody's like, you can't just have a gay character. And they were like, it's a big diddy bitch out here. Wait, weren't they? Wasn't he was actually married to Terry Runnels? Yeah. But they, her name was Marlena on the show. Oh. God, I had a back poster of her. She was so hot. On my ceiling back in oh, the day. Mm. Oh. That's Did you ever one, see? Uh, yo, Laney's got to get us Terry Runnels, son. Guarantee Laney could get us Terry Runnels. I just want to ask her about the stuff that New Jack said about her. Can we please get Terry Runnels on the show? I would interview Terry Runnels. Let's go. Um, she's a goon. Um, but what was I going to say? Terry Runnels, New Jack, Goldust, Goldust. openly gay. Openly gay. I think he might be the first openly gay character. But you're saying that Oh, did you ever see the Farouk promo about Goldust? No. Dude, there's a Farouk promo in Madison Square Garden where he gets to the ring. He's supposed to wrestle Goldust. And he goes, you know, I've been around this business a long time. I fought big men, small men, fat men, skinny men, strong men, weak men. I haven't fought that dead man, The Undertaker. But I'll be damned if I'm a fight no fairy. He just walks out of the ring. Because <laughs> Goldust was the first openly gay character on television. Uh, was it from Shotgun Saturday Night? It might be. Let me see. Uh, just saw that nation of no, definitely not. You just put Farouk promo into Google? No, I put Farouk Goldust promo. No, no. It's in the ring. It's not that one. It, it was on, like, one of those weird Madison Square Garden collections. It was like a house show that they put on video. Um, but I guess we've, we've covered this, right? Anything else to say about... Uh, uh, let, me see, uh, let me see this uh, picture of uh, Girl Dylan one more time. From the, from the podcast. I mean, that looks like a chick. Yeah. I mean, right there, that doesn't look like a chick, mostly. It's a comedian. What are you going to do? All right, who do you think is funnier? Oh, Mulva- I know that name. Who do you think is Mulva- funnier? Dylan Mulvaney, okay. Girl Dylan or Boy Dylan? Who's I funnier? Mean, boy Dylan was probably funnier. You think Boy Dylan's funnier? Boy Dylan was definitely funnier. I mean, you know, who's, who's yeah, you're putting Girl Dylan at the end of the show? No. Girl Dylan goes a third in that sweet spot, you know? You're really gonna put. You're gonna. All right. You're gonna put. 
Boy Dylan over. You got one spot on the show. Five minute guest spot. Killer show. Keep the how ball. Many, how many women do I have on the show? One. I, I got to give girl Dylan the guestie. Moving on. How long is this show, Mike? Uh, 120. Oh, Jesus. Oh, we covered the Rittenhouse thing, right? Oh, he's gone. He's gone again. I need to say moving on again. You're leaving. We, we, we even going. What are you doing? We got stuff to do. I got another whole beer to drink here. This fucking, you know, this Harrington, he just leaves me. I don't know. He might be fucking, uh, all right, at least he's fucking pulling this fucking dead hillbilly carcass out of this fucking studio. Everybody heard the door open. It's fucking, gee, at least he's not a out. dog running around. I got to talk about Bank of America real quick, Mike. Do you know about Bank of America? They did this thing. Um, what they do? So it's an interesting thing. It, it, it seems on on um, on paper, this sounds like a good thing. But Bank of America has planned to put an additional $100 million into banks that focus on minority communities and give out uh, uh, loans and mortgages to minority communities. Now, typically, that sounds like a good idea, correct? Seems like a nice thing for them to do. Yeah. However, have you noticed all of the indices that uh, uh, housing prices are falling and that we're about to go into a giant tumble in the real estate market? I've heard. You've heard this. Okay, so this is a massive thing going on. Uh, the Economist had a jack-o'-lantern with the price of houses uh, going down on the cover this week. But there's a, just anywhere you, get, every, anywhere you look, there's a lot of doom and gloom in the housing market. Nobody's really thinking it's going to be as bad as 2008, but some people are saying it could be. People are predicting 10% decrease in the price of homes. Uh, you know, I check the price of homes from time to time just for investment opportunities. I'm noticing some houses that have been on the market for a while starting to go down, you know, talking about 10 15%. Maybe they were asking a little higher, but they're saying that the average home price might be decreasing by as much as 10% on a national average. Obviously, states like Florida that saw a massive spike during the pandemic are seeing it go down. And now there's this weird thing. Bank of America wants to do this. And it very much reminds me of 2008. Do you remember 2008, Mike, with the uh, uh, housing crisis? Oh, yeah. With the mortgage default swaps and this thing, it was like basically uh, uh, there was a bunch of adjustable rate loans. And I'm not smart enough to really explain the housing crisis to you. However, what we all actually know is it was more than likely the fault of the big banks gambling ridiculously. Right? Like, I, like there's, there's now here's what I want to point to there is this offshoot of it. Where, uh, you know, the Clinton administration passed something called the Community Reinvestment Act, right? Um, And a lot of people blamed the Community Reinvestment Act, which was a small portion of all the home loans that were given out. So during around 2008, or shortly before, 2005 or so, uh, I had no income. I was uh, uh, selling drugs out of a fucking, uh, out of my dad's apartment. I was offered three mortgages by friends of mine who were selling mortgages, who had no business selling mortgages because they were people I sold drugs to on credit so they could make money off the drugs. And they often didn't come back with all the money, Mike. Um, 
And they were all selling mortgages around 2006, 2007. Um, however, uh, uh, after this entire industry fell apart because of giving bad adjustable rate loans to people, like literally I go, they go, we can get you approved for a $2 million mortgage. And I go, I have no money on the books. And they're like, well, do you have like 40 grand? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, we can get you a $2 million mortgage. And I was like, that's crazy. And they're like, we know. So basically, the Clinton administration uh, put this into effect, and then the banks took advantage of it. So essentially, they were incentivizing you to give loans to low-income people that normally wouldn't qualify for loans. Then they were selling those bad loans out. They were just selling the debt. And it all fucking eventually blew up in the fucking country's face, in the world's face. And again, like I said, somebody else is smarter than me can explain this better. But people blamed it on these loans to low-income communities like black and brown communities. I just feel like fucking Bank of America's hedging their bets. They're just like, this is all going to collapse again. If we just give money to some blacks, we can blame the blacks later. If we give money, it worked in 2008. We can create reasonable doubt. It's just like, it's just like being like, oh, I... I didn't burn my house down for the insurance money. It was some black guy. That's all they're doing. They're doing it right now. I don't know. I think there's also the side where it's like... I'm just going to Google Bank of America corruption. I think it's also... I think it's predatory, right? By the very nature of it. By being like... Not if it's a fixed rate loan. It is if you know that the valuation of the house is going to go down so that there's not going to be... Like, they'll lose all the equity that they're putting into it not within necessar- the first no, no. five years. That's not true because the housing market... If, if you're planning on living in a place, the housing market will go back up. That's fine. But my, my point is, right, if you're... Let's say you buy into a house right now mm-hmm. eight, at $800,000 because you now qualify for this fucking Bank of America loan. You put up hundred sixty to get in there. Mm-hmm. Um, within a year of moving in, the price of your house craters to 650 k Okay. Now, you're still living there. That's sure. fine. But you're underwater and have no chance to refi against the fucking what you should have, right? Uh, at that point, like, let's say you've paid off a bit into it. You're, you're down to. Sure. But if you're going into, if you're going into. You should never be going into a mortgage assuming you can refinance in a few years and get that money back out. Like you just shouldn't be. You should be able to. You shouldn't. You should be able to because that's your investment. Yeah, but it should be. It should the be point a nice, of having that investment. It should be a nice perk. It shouldn't be the point of the investment. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I fully plan on like I'm trying to put in a a bid on another rental property in the near in the next couple of months, and I assume I'm going to get beat in the head for the next five years until interest rates come back down. And then I'll be able to refinance at like, you know, I'll probably end up at like 7% right now, but then eventually I'll be able to refi at 4%. It's really more about the interest rate than pulling the fucking principal out. You know what I mean? Well, not, not unless you want to fucking like, um, if you're, if you're playing tight to the margins, right. And you want to keep expanding your empire, you need to be able to move that capital around. Sure. No, I get I get what you're saying, but here uh, more to uh, I just immediately found this from the Department of Justice. Bank of America to pay 16.65 billion in historic Justice Department settlement for a financial fraud leading up to and during the financial crisis. Yeah, 
These motherfuckers are shady as shit. I think they're just trying. You think it's, but I don't think it's completely predatory to do it. Maybe you're right. That's actually a good point. That you think that what they're saying is they're gonna give these loans to people because it's gonna be it's gonna make them by advertising this a bunch of people that never thought they could get a loan, despite the fact that those people could have gotten FHA loans. Probably, if you're a working class black family, you probably could have gotten an FHA loan in the last five years when interest rates were at historic lows, right? Like, I mean, like odds are you could have. A lot of people just don't think that they have those opportunities because they've been told they don't. You know what I mean? Those opportunities, despite the racist origins. Of the FHA. Did we talk about that on the show? That the FHA is racist? No. Yeah. Oh, have we never talked about the uh, uh, the fact that redlining is... Okay, this is a fucking whole... Did we not talk about this a few weeks back? Where I said redlining is a direct result of the New Deal? And okay, therefore, and therefore, that. huh? I do remember that. Yeah, so that's what I mean. The FHA was the organization that was significant. There was two organizations, F-O-M-A, no, O-M-H-A-F or something like that, and the FHA. FHA still exists. The other one does not exist anymore. Um, and, you know, has very racist origins. But despite that, I mean, I, I think if you were told you, like, these people could have gotten these FHA loans in the last five, ten years. Like, it, but now interest rates are higher. I mean, it's still going to be cheaper than the going rate. These people do qualify for them. But now, you know, Bank of America, to your point, Bank of America puts this plan into action. They get, I'm sure they have a PR rep that's putting out whatever statement is going out around the country. So they're spending money on this. It's basically advertising their company to minorities that might want to take out loans. And then, like you said, the fucking... The price of houses are going to go down. So you're locking these guys into mortgages. They can't go anywhere. They feel trapped. Because white people probably go, nah, I'm not buying a house right now. It I, also keeps your mortgage business stable for a little while. I literally, yeah. You're, just, you're, you're, you're putting the, the bill and the onus on. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's standard. What I want to talk about is clearly the banks are fucked. Like, this is, like, but it also is this weird hedge against things. So if they fuck up again in a few years and they need to be bailed out for some mortgage shit, who the fuck knows what they're doing on the back end? That's shady, right? They just go, ah, you know what it was? Give all that money to black people. We should have learned in two thousand eight, but you know, we thought they learned their lesson. Turns out, it turns out Obama didn't really do anything. That's the CEO of Bank of America talking. That's not me. <laughs> What's the CEO of Bank of America's name? I, I mean, like, Jamie Dimon's got a cool name, so you always remember that guy's name? I feel like it's an Indian dude. Oh, it's got to be. He's the guy you get when you call customer service. <laughs> He's like, my friend, I can't, I, I, I can't call suit. There's no supervisor. I don't know. Brian Moynihan. Oh, the Irish. Yeah. Can't trust him. He looks so untrustworthy. <laughs> he truly does. Yeah. He looks like... Um, the president and I married a strange person. The Bill Plimpton cartoon. <laughs> like I know you've never seen that, but you know the look I'm talking about. Uh-huh. He looks like every cartoon president in like Futurama. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy must be the president. Look at him. He looks like a president. Yeah, he's very presidential. Yeah. This, but what's his name? What What's his first name? Uh, Brian. Brian Moynihan. Yeah, let's give the blacks some money. That's a great idea. That's doesn't that sound like Brian Moynihan? Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's exactly what he sounds like. It is right. Yeah. Let's give him some fucking money. Don't get this done. Yeah. 
Uh, this is what I had, the uh, list of all of the Indian CEOs. Oh, that just, yeah, I saw that. That's quite a few. Yeah. Indian people are pretty smart, dude. Yeah. Um, Why did you pull that up? I don't know. Pull it up again. Okay. Let's individually make fun of the way they look <laughs> and the way their names sound. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the guy from Microsoft just looks like one of the bad guys from Blade 2. True. But these guys all look like fairly professional professional guys. Yo, fucking Arvind Krishna. You don't believe in him to turn IBM around? Arvind Krishna? I yeah. mean, he's got the power of many gods on his side. Dog. I think he's got this. Yeah. Shantel Narayan is gonna he's gonna Adobe sucks, dude. Get out of there. What are you doing? Dude, what, what are you talking about? WeWork's on there. Shanti Shanti Matharney? I mean, it's nowhere to go but up with WeWork. I don't know, dude. I don't think I I, I think he's in over his head here. You think you think he can't get WeWork out of it? Yeah. Root Rajab Suri? What are you gonna do with Nokia? Nokia? Come on, dog. Bro. He's just licensing the snake to different platforms. It's on Switch now. <laughs> is Snake on Switch? No. Why is the Snake not on Switch? I feel like you can get a buck for that. Yeah. Why not? I don't even know. Palo Alto. What the fuck is that? This can't be all of the Indian CEOs, by the way. Uh, it's the ones people know. Mm. I mean, I know the Google guy. Yeah? How do you pronounce that name? I don't know, dude. Didn't Elon Musk bang his wife? Oh, in Gucci flip flops. I think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> All right. So, moral of the story is Bank of America is evil. Moving on. Last story, and we'll get out of here. Ted Cruz was in New York. Bad move. I get because the Astros were playing the Yankees. Correct. Uh huh. Now, why not just stay home? Those are, your, those are your boys. Those are your hometown boys. You got to go root on the, the old ball game. Really? Oh, I guess because it's a, it's a quicker... He took the Acela train. He must have just jaunted right up here from D.C. I'm sure he didn't take a private jet to go to Yankee Stadium and probably get some fucking sweet, sweet Wall Street money while he was here. Right. So let's watch this video of him at Yankee Stadium. I like how there are still some people happy to see him, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, he was uh, he was one of Trump's boys. By the way, this has been me every time I've ever seen a politician in real life. I got... Uh, uh, I had Secret Service accost me at a St. Patrick's Day parade once because I called Mike Bloomberg probably a string of slurs and said that I would kick him in his dick hole. And uh, a guy with an earpiece in yoked me up and said, you walk west now. If I see you again at this parade, you're going to jail tonight. That's just how New Yorkers greet politicians, as they should. He said his, uh, remember when tr Trump called your wife ugly? Was, and then you nominated him. Which he didn't do. He didn't nominate him. He endorsed him. Uh, however, pretty fucking funny. Trump did call his wife ugly. Is she ugly? I mean, she's married to him. 
I mean, I feel like he could probably pull some puss. Margot Rubio had a super hot wife, right? She was like a professional cheerleader. Was she really? I think so. She was a hot blonde. But she wasn't super hot. But she was like, you know, you know, like cheerleaders are hot, but they're not like super hot. That's Ted Cruz. But she's like 60. She looks like, uh, what's that bitch from SNL? Uh, Kristen Wiig? No. The bitch who uh, peed standing up in Step Brothers, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, Catherine Gilliam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. You can't find a hot picture of Ted Cruz's wife? Oh, no. Sorry, I got distracted looking at Marco Rubio's hot ass. Oh, wife. yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's got a pretty hot wife. Yeah. She is hot as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Ted Cruz has an ugly wife. I mean, Trump just has a hot wife. You know what I mean? He just has a very hot wife. Dude, I don't think. I don't think. Oh, yeah, find no. Find the cute picture. Oh, damn it. She looks evil right there, bro. Go back. Which one? This one? Yeah, that is an evil-looking broad right there. She looks like she's controlling him with, like, tentacles through his spine. Look at that picture. She is truly evil-looking. Oh. We're looking at a photo, if you just Google image, Ted Cruz's wife. She's in a red dress standing behind him. Because something tells me this is going to make the video clips come out. But, uh, all right, moving on. Evil is sin. Well, that's been uh, the show. We took a nice week off. How are you feeling about the show, Mike? I'm feeling great. Great? I, uh, I'm i a little frustrated that, you know, I, I had to wake up the racehorse today, and we didn't even talk to him at all. I didn't know you had him. I told you. We got the, you know, the, if I... Well, he's not, he's got, I like that he's here. I gave you the high sign. Let you know that I, I woke him up from oh, his I'm sorry. nap. I'm sorry. Here, feed him a carrot. Okay. Whoa, whoa, easy, boy. Whoa, easy, easy. There you go. Whoa there, buddy. Easy, boy. You know, there hasn't been a lot of racial tension in the country lately, really. Just this Bank of America thing, which I kind of mostly made up. It is nice. Yeah, yeah, It Doesn't it seem like there hasn't been a good... There hasn't been a lot of racial tension. Yeah. Is that weird? I mean, it's a little frustrating that, you know... The further we move away from Trump, the less we need the racehorse. Mm. No? Is that a no? I think he disagrees. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, look, I'm not trying to put you out of a job, bud. Don't worry. You're still getting your check. It's fine. Get all the oats you can eat, buddy. Um, all right, all right, all right. I think right. he's happy. Yeah, yeah. couple quick plugs. Uh, I'll be with Ryan Long in Austin, Texas, November 4th and 5th. I don't think I'm coming back till Tuesday that week, so I'm, me and Mike might have to figure out some such thing to do for this program. Um, I will also be with Dave Smith, November 25th, three shows, Laugh It Up Poughkeepsie. Damn. Yeah. Um, Rob, uh, I'll be hosting for him and Robbie the Fire. You in three shows in one night? I, I, as far as the calendar says over there, three shows in one night. Seven, nine, eleven? I think it's four, seven... And nine. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. A four o'clock show, though. I mean, Jesus. That's a lot. Whatever. Uh, I think, also, I think November 6th, me and Rob Bernstein are doing something at Texas A&M. He won't tell me what it is. I think we might be stealing their mascot, Mike. 
They're stealing the mascot from Texas A&M. I don't know what it, the, the mascot is. I assume it's some sort of Longhorn. Dude, that rules. What is the mascot for Texas A&M? It's, uh, it's for sure a Longhorn. Right? That's their team, right? The Longhorns? Uh, no, that's the... At a different Texas school? Is that Oklahoma? That's that's just Texas. Oh. The oh the the Texas mascot is a uh, Lassie. Oh, we could steal the shit out of that. You can definitely steal a Lassie. We'll we'll be stealing a dog. November sixth, the Texas A and M. Me and Robbie the Fire Bernstein. What we do with that dog? Is anybody's guess? Mike, you have anything you got to plug? Um. No. Follow me on uh, social media at the M Harrington. Are you doing the the streams? The, yeah, I've been the, doing the that streams? with uh, with Bardia. We're probably going to do that again this Saturday for uh, this Saturday. Calvin Cater versus Arnold Allen. A featherweight Did you do it last Saturday though. while the fights were going on? No, no, I was busy hanging out with uh, Lev Fur and friends. And friends. Yeah. Did you? Uh, what did you eat? Uh, shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie. Yeah. How'd good. you eat it? Standing up. You stood up and ate an entire shepherd's pie like a boss. Now, that usually comes on, like, a hot plate at an Irish. Did you wait for it to cool? No, so it was, like, on a hot plate, but then on another cold plate. So I just held the cold plate while And sh- stood up from shoveling. The yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand it's your uh, fiancé who's pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just wanted to be clear. I, you can shovel a chef. I, dude, I mean, I, see, I think it's the only way to go. Why else would they ground the meat? Yeah. If you were meant to shovel it in with a spoon, use a spoon. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You weren't meant to shovel shepherd's pie. Why would they mash the potatoes and grind the meat? Everything is smaller than bite-sized. Yeah. It's basically baby food. I assume that's what we're going to be feeding your daughter when she's born. Dude, that'd be sick. Just shepherd's pies? If she could just live off shepherd's pie. I mean, be great for you. Pretty sick. Yeah. All right, well, that's the show. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. I tell you we must die I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die
I tell you, I tell you 